Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 25 of Tacos and Tales. tacos and tails this is jane and i'm back 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 again with my big sister liz hey guys this is liz and this is a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiasts (laughs) (laughs) hope everybody's having a great week we missed you guys it's been two weeks three weeks for me um and i'm so happy to be back it was it's been a while but i'm back on my taco bs Taco barbacoa salsa? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So as I mentioned last week, Jane was on vacation. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you did on vacation? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) So I went out to San Diego to um, visit my little cousin for his birthday. And by little cousin, I mean adult. Hey, Tony! (laughs) And we uh, hung out, we went out to Disneyland, and we really just spent a lot of time together, so my heart is so full, and it was honestly one of the best trips I've taken in a while. Do you have any tips for any of our listeners who may be planning a um, trip? Yes, don't take your kids to Disneyland. (laughs) Please leave your children at home. (laughs) Honestly, like, I was looking around and I was like, why the hell are there so many kids here? Um, (laughs) it was so funny because, because his boyfriend was literally shooketh on the lines. And he's like, are we going to wait in those lines? (laughs) So it was so funny, but, um, (laughs) it was so packed, but, uh, we got the fast pass and it was definitely worth it. Um, so if you ever go to Disneyland or Disney World, definitely get the Fast Pass. It makes everything so much better. And it's only $15 a person. I mean, you've already spent enough money, but um, it's super worth it. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm always interested at, like, what point would the Fast Pass not even be worth it? Like, do they only have a certain amount of Fast Pass that they sell per day? And then, <clears throat> like, once they meet their quota, they're like, oh, you know, sorry, no more fast pass. You know? I don't know. I think you'd be surprised at, like, how many people don't have it. Because we would just walk onto the rides after we scheduled it. Hmm. I mean, I guess if you're going with a family and you haven't had the foresight to do the fast pass, it's kind of this, like, an unplanned expense. It can, yeah. $15 can add up quickly. No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, but... If you can, and you're a single person traveling like myself, uh, it's definitely worth it. And then do remember that you can take snacks and water into the park. Really? But uh, Yeah, but I'm not trying to carry all that, so I just stuck with water and spicy pickles. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I didn't know you could take water. Yeah, you can. Um, I mean, but... can you, or? No, yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can take, like, coolers and stuff. Um, so it was, yeah, it was honestly like super magical. It did rain, but it literally stopped raining right in time for the fireworks and they did end up putting on the display. 
it was so magical and honestly like I, f I feel like ever since I got back I've still kind of carried that little magic in my heart because it's just it, it resets you and it takes you to you know a place where nothing is ugly like it is in the rest of the world <laughs> yeah no yeah I'm serious and I went to Disney World um two or three years ago with some super close people um and that was also a magical experience so if you're an adult and you think that Disney is for kids <clears throat> shut up <laughs> just go because it's so so amazing and that's all I have to say on that but I did have a creepy experience in California <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Nothing we were going home from. <laughs> we were going home from one of the bars one night and the freeway was shut down. So we had to make like a literal circle around San Diego to go home, which is kind of odd. I don't know, it kind of disoriented you? Yeah, disoriented <laughs> me. This is kind of weird, but other than that, it was. <laughs> Sorry, I, I burped. <laughs> Other than that, it was such a good trip. Well, that's good. And you were not able to make it out to King Taco. I wasn't. Um, they're actually located a little bit further north in um, like at the L.A. area. Hmm. So um, I think we were going to try. <laughs> we were going to try to go out one night or one day and do that and then do the Michael Myers house where Halloween was. <laughs> recorded but um the day after disney we were literally like suffering with disney hangovers everybody woke up at like one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> our bodies were like sore so we were dead from disney and we didn't get to um get to do that but um we went out to a couple of other places and those were equally as cool but um king taco was a no-go. But I definitely want to go back to San Diego soon, so. Hmm. Did you at least have any good tacos in Cali? I had a flauta. At Baja Betty's. Mm, that doesn't sound very legit. You know, it was, it was good. It was cute. That's good. Well, I, we're glad that you're back with us now, and I'm sure everybody out there is happy that Did you're you back. Um... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, so last week I continued on with my uh, Latin American folklore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to go first or do you want me to... Mine is a little bit short. Okay. I actually noticed somebody on our Instagram um, brought up Lilith. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was so funny because that was a story that I would have done um, if we would have if I would have done a, an episode with you when I was in Cali. So I thought that was kind of cool. Please silence all <laughs> cell phones during recording sessions. Sorry. <laughs> so okay, so well, you can still do the story. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what you're doing right now. Uh huh. Oh. So, Lilith... Shout out to that user, uh, our follower, CMJ Foxfire. You're Jane's inspiration for her story today. So, my story today is about Lilith. 
And the story of Lilith was that she was the first wife of Adam. She was created. There was another wife before Eve? Apparently. According, wow. According to the Babylonian Talmud, which is the book of Jews. <laughs> the Jewish book? Uh-huh. Um, so apparently she was the first wife of Adam and she was created from the earth as his equal. And it was... She was banished from the Garden of Eden when she refused to make herself subservient to Adam. Um, specifically... She was a first feminist? She ha- she did become a feminist icon, yes. Thank you for that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> specifically, she refused to get in the missionary position for sex. Because she... So what is this book called? <laughs> the Talmud. Oh. Stop. It's like the Jewish Bible. Oh, okay. So um, she refused to get in that position because she said that it was... She was defending herself against male domination. She said, I will not lie below. And he said, I will not lie beneath you, but only on top. For you are only to fit to be in the bottom position, while I am to be the superior one. Huh. Lilith responded, we are equal to each other inasmuch as we were created from the same earth. Hmm. So after that, she was banished from the Garden of Eden, and she went into hiding, and so God sent three angels to go to her and beseech her to go back to um, Adam, and she refused. So he told her that her next 100 children would be basically killed um, every day. 100 children? Mm-hmm. So, like, her offspring and then her offspring's offspring and her offspring's mm-hmm. offspring? So, as time went on, she was portrayed as a female demon um, who was... Of course. A, uh-huh. A demon of the night and sexually wanton, mm. where she would snatch other people's babies as hers were snatched from her. Mm. So, scholars and professors have kind of gone back and looked and been, you know, and kind of refuted that and said that she was, you know, a different character and that she was really defending herself and is kind of misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And so if you Google it, you can see, like, pictures of a scantily clad demon woman, as, you know, most women are portrayed. Um, And so, yeah. So I just found it very interesting. She did become kind of like the feminist icon of um, the early 70s when Lilith Magazine was launched. Huh. Uh-huh. And they picked that name just because, you know, of her roots or of her um, her background. And then, of course, there is Lilith Fair, which was an all-female... Still looking up. <laughs> <laughs> which is an all-female music festival. Um, that was created by Sarah McLaughlin. In the arms of the... <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> so yeah, so that's, um, that's my story. 
Um, one of the things that I found was kind of like a picture of her, or obviously not a picture of her, a depiction of her that says, I am not all good. I have bad thoughts and feelings. This is who I am. I am not all bad. I am generous and kind and peaceful. And I have so much light to share. This is who I am. So she kind of just shows like that people can be bad, but they're also good. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. I had never heard the story of Lilith. Me either. <clears throat> That's a really pretty name. She actually came up on my on my Instagram feed, and I think it's because I follow like a lot of feminist boards. But um. Hmm. Yeah. It says once a source of fear, Lilith has been transformed into an icon of freedom. Yeah. So. Because she didn't want to be subservient. I mean, and who does? But Right. And just because, like so many other stories, just because a woman doesn't want to succumb to a male or doesn't do as she's expected to do, she's seen as a witch or as a demon or as, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that, I think that's what you were talking about with mom last week. Right. Taco mom <clears throat> is kind of how women are demonized. In folklore, to be always, you know, a demon. <laughs> right. And when they're not subservient or they're not less than. But you know what? So you demonia. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and in case you guys didn't notice, Liz is sick again. This has been the year of sickness. It was... It's my fault for saying earlier, early on in 2018, I hardly ever get sick. I rarely get sick. And now we've been sick every, it's like every two months, somebody gets sick. I know. And I actually feel like my nose is kind of doing a weird thing. <laughs> oh my God, it's jumping around. <laughs> it's jumping around on your face. <laughs> uh, I was actually popping, or I was actually like, um, extracting blackheads yesterday and I gave myself a nosebleed. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably broke one of your vessels. Oh. I didn't know that, that could happen. I was like, I'm bleeding. Yeah, you have, I guess you have like small vessels in your nose. You have small vessels in your nose. <laughs> your mom has small vessels in your nose. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for sharing that story about Lilith. No problem. Um, and my story, once again, I'm going to Latin America to tell you a little bit uh, about Ace. About Ace? <laughs> to tell you a story that is well known. <clears throat> okay, good. Okay. So today I'm going to tell you about El Sacerdote Sin Cabeza. And in English is The Priest Without a Head. So this is a story that is well known in all of Latin America, pretty much uh, most of the countries have their own version, and uh, the versions are very similar with the origin stories being a little bit different. So it is said that late at night, in the light of the moonlight, a priest surrounded by candlelight conducts a mass. But once you get close enough, mm -mm. you see that this being is headless. Bruh. 
he so he's decked out in all the priest garb <laughs> except he has no head he is said to glide down the street without touching the ground and they say if you attempt to interact with him he leaves you feeling ill nauseous or with your legs swollen so much so that you can hardly walk that's scary. That's weird, especially since my foot is swollen right now. <laughs> Some versions say that he holds his head under his arm wrapped in bloody leaves and vines that he has collected from the forest. Weird. <clears throat> there were a couple of oranges, or actually more than a couple of oranges. Uh, oranges! <laughs> Couple washed oranges. <laughs> Origins. Um, but if if I would have written them all down, then I think the story would have gone on a little bit too long. But basically, in Jalisco, a priest was hanged in the middle of the town for having an affair with a woman, and they believe that it is his soul that is wandering around. Um. Most apparitions happen around areas where they have catacombs, which are catacombs, <laughs> 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 or older churches, and even ruins of church churches. Churches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm ready for bed. <laughs> And even ruins of churches. One version says that a headless priest is guarding an ancient treasure in a church. Um, there was actually another version. I think this one was from Argentina that says that the, the headless priest has the ability to fly. So you'll see him levitating and flying over you. Um, but the identity of the priest is unknown, but many say that he is either being punished for the crimes he committed as a priest or for having, I guess, lustful thoughts about women and doing stuff with women while he was supposed to be not doing stuff with women. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's a simple little tale, but it's has made the rounds in Latin America, and that's El Sacerdote Sin Cabeza. Very interesting. I find it... What is it about the night that scares us? I feel like a lot of your stories are, oh, he does this in the night. Show your face in the day! <laughs> I think because a lot of this, the story, well, most of the stories that I've been telling have been from Latin America where I think they're a little bit more superstitious. And I guess the nighttime is kind of like the unknown. And it's easy to make up tales and just leave the darkness to interpretation. More so than the day. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> but I mean, I guess... If you saw a headless priest gliding down a street in the day, would it be scary? But not as scary as if it was like, during the night. Right. You know? 
I mean, I think if I saw a headless priest in any kind of lighting, I'd be afraid. <laughs> I don't want to be sick. What kind of sick person are you guys, listeners? When you're <coughs> when you're sick, are you the type of person that just wants to lay in bed and be sick? Are you the type of person that powers through? I am the type of person that likes that lays in bed and is sick. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the type of person that powers through the sickness. Sickness won't get a hold of me. I don't have birth that head through sickness. <laughs> well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the, today's episode. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast. And also on Twitter at Tacos and Tales. Have a great week. Have a happy Taco Tuesday. We'll be back in two weeks.